Jackie. I'm 51 and I live in San Diego, California. I'm 5'2". I'm Kelsey. I'm 31 and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm 6'4". Even though we have some gaps, we've been best friends through it all. Thanks for joining us on The Friend Gap. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Friend Gap. We are super excited today. We have a really fun episode lined up for you guys. Um, But before we get jumping into that... Jackie, how's your yeah. week going? So good. I don't have school. <laughs> Ooh, nice. I know. It is nice. It's a nice little break. Really does nice your break. does your spring break line up with Chase's? No, I don't Ooh. have a spring break. I just was the end of the semester. So <gasps> oh, that's right. In between. <laughs> Kelsey has a lot going on. <clears throat> no, well, it's that is early semester. for a semester to end. <laughs> I know, we just barely last week talked about how you're in finals. We did. It's It's okay. You have a lot going on right now. No worries. No worries. So what is going on, Kels? My life. So right now, and at this moment while we're recording, I have a little construction zone going in my house. Um, Our incredible friends flew out for their spring break, and they're helping us with a bathroom addition, not just a remodel, an addition. We're adding a bathroom to our house. Um, and so I've just been a little just busy. My parents were in town yeah. last week's episode. Now our friends are in town remodeling. And then when this episode actually comes out, I will be on spring break with my family. We're going to take the kids to Washington, DC. So there's just like yeah, a lot of you're things moving and grooving. happening, but yeah, I love that. It's That's good. Those are some, um, good high level friends to actually spend their spring break to come and construct at your house right I know absolutely incredible we've been there for each other through thick and thin I mean you talk about top tier best friends lifelong friends like they are absolutely incredible friends and um maybe someday I'll convince um him especially is Zach to come on the podcast I'd love to get his opinion about some things about our friendship over the years but He's sure. not super sure if he wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> so we'll see. Really, the real MVP is their daughter. Um, Zach's daughter is here with them. And she's like, that's how she's spending her spring break, which is pretty incredible. Wow. So that is awesome. It's awesome. We're having a blast. Good, good, good. Okay, so should we get started? Yes. We are excited today to have um, a couple guests with us. Last week, we talked to um, Kelsey's mom about um, her relationship with her adult kids. And so now we're going to flip the tables and um, we have a couple really special guests. And the great thing is, is if they don't behave, I have a little bit of pull with them because they're my kids, my adult kids. Um, I love Colton and Morgan so much and so happy to have them here with us today. And so, um, Kels, I know you love my kids too, and I appreciate that so much. You're pretty close with them, not only in age, but... (laughs) Hey now. I love your relationship with my kids. And so um it's gonna be a great episode to get your thoughts too as you've you know witnessed our relationship yeah. over the years. I'm really excited too for the format that we're doing this episode in. We chose to record each of the kids separately. So mm-hmm. like right right now as we're recording this, we just have Colton on and then we're gonna have Morgan on, but I'm gonna kinda edit them together so that we really get their like raw feelings and 
they might have the same things, they might have different things, yeah. but they're not going to be yeah. able to influence each other because they're not right. on together. So I'm really <laughs> excited for for that. So on on an editing note, if it sounds a little funky, that's why. <laughs> that's why is we're we're splitting it up. And I love this topic. I mean, my older kids, all of my kids, my all my three kids are very special to me, but I'm excited about this topic because um I feel like it's very important in your relationship with your adult kids to have that, to have it two different ways. And I'm a mom, um, relationship, you know, where it's like you say, Hey, I'm the mom, you know, show some respect. And then the high we're friends. And so I love that kind of like balance with my adult kids. And I know that my kids do respect me as their mom, but we have a great friendship and we have a lot of fun together. So this is exciting mm-hmm. for me to hear what my kids think. It's going to be awesome. So, Colton, hey there. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, how's your week going? What are you up to? Pretty good. Um, just on the job hunt right now, I had uh, decided to quit the job that I was working at. Um, wasn't happy I think it's important to be happy with what you're doing, um, just like with your job or with your hobbies or podcasts or whatever you've got going on. <laughs> it's important to be happy. So um, so on the hunt now, and I've been doing a lot of pickleball stuff during that time that I've had a little extra time, um, worked on my own podcast a little bit, but uh, yeah, just... Uh, just antsy and ready to get going into the next sort of journey. Well, good. I think that's awesome. Congrats taking control of your life. And um, I think that decision is really courageous. Um, For our listeners, why don't you remind us what's the name of your podcast? It's called Everyone Can Play Pickleball. And uh, it's a, a young, blooming podcast. (laughs) <laughs> Not as established as the friend gap, but uh, I, I am a one man crew. That's tough. That is yeah. tough. I don't know what I'd do without Jackie keeping me in line. <laughs> and Reminding like you. She, and... right, I'd like to think that she can't edit that without me. Uh, hey, I'm not going to give her the chance to us. try so she doesn't realize that she could actually do this by herself. So, No, 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 no. I don't want to do it by myself. I totally That's don't. That's right. Okay. <laughs> We're going to jump into some questions. I want to hear your thoughts about your relationship with your mom. So first of all, how would you describe your relationship with your mom? Wonderful. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Yay. I, well, of course I would say that being, uh, being the first and favorite child, um, <laughs> as well as just a huge mama's boy. Um, I adore and admire my mom a lot and I'm always just excited to talk to her one of my favorite places to call my mom is in the grocery store when I'm shopping um (laughs) just because that's kind of like our little like our happy place um that like growing up I loved just running errands with her to Target or Costco or wherever she needed to go um and I, I feel like we have a lot of trust and respect with one another. And I just feel very comfortable with talking to her about 
all of my problems <laughs> and just little <laughs> dramas or little things that are going on in my life. I love that. What kid would you hear say that they love to run errands with their mom? I mean, <laughs> seriously, seriously, I was just thinking about my kids and if they weren't terrified of being alone and too young to be actually left alone, they would never choose to come with me. If Mike's an option for them to stay with when I have to run to the store, they're always choosing that. So I think that's, that's awesome funny. that clearly your mom made it fun enough. Maybe that's <laughs> what I need to work on. <laughs> that you loved doing that. That's good. Well, you know, do you think about it though? I think that it was that, not that I necessarily made it fun. I don't know. Maybe I did, but we, those were our times where we, talked a lot you know we were away from home we were just together and mm-hmm. you know we talked and so I do I love it when he calls me from the store and you know he's got his little grocery cart and he's going there and grabbing his stuff and he'll ask recipe questions or this or that and it's just it's that's what I love about kind of like our relationship now is the times that we get that I get to be in his life and kind of help navigate through some things that some questions and whatnot so that's That's very cool I love that Morgan how would you describe your relationship with your mom um probably like we're best friends I just call her my best friend she's my best friend um it's interesting I uh, tell people that like my coworkers and my other friends and they get kind of weirded out just because their relationships are very like she's my mom and authoritarian mm-hmm. like sort of figure but I'm like no I don't fight with my mom I just <laughs> we hang out we call all the time we talk every day and it's yeah it's great we're just besties <laughs> I feel like you guys have always had that relationship. Do you feel like that's mm-hmm. the case? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Definitely phases, um, especially when I was a teenager and not doing, like, amazing things. <laughs> um, but I think everybody everybody has that. Um, but, yeah, I think it's always been like that, um, you know, being the only girl and her being the only girl. I think it's that special sort of relationship yeah I always wanted it to be that way with my girl because you know I came from a house full of boys and um my mom was so busy and she was trying to take care of our family and just working and and um wasn't a stay-at-home mom and so I didn't have the super super close relationship that I feel like I do with Morgan and so growing up, that's what I wanted, as I wanted that with my daughter. I wanted that closeness, and and I feel like we got it. Like Maureen says, we talk every day, and, you know, and it doesn't mean that we don't have our days, you know, where we're like, okay, you go up to that side of the room. I need to go up to this side of the room or <laughs> anything like that and just take a second because I think everybody has moments like that. But I like yeah. that you can really freely talk about that and, like, say that and, and own that, and it's okay because I think mm-hmm. sometimes – in other relationships that I've seen, like you're so worried about hurting the other person that you're, you'll end up sitting in a situation that's not healthy Mm -hmm. and continues to like foster not great feelings instead of just owning that we need to be in separate spaces right now. Yeah. I feel like Morgan's really grown up with that and just really communicating. Like if she has had hurt feelings 
or she has gotten offended at something, then she will, it, she won't sit in it for very long. Like she calls me this within hours and just says, you know what? I just need to talk to you about this. You said this, I know that, you know, and I mean, in her mind, she's already gone through it. She knows, you know, I didn't mean to hurt her feelings, but she got hurt. So here it mm-hmm. is and we can talk about it. And then it's just like, we're done and we move on. Yeah. So that part yeah. I love about our relationship now, she's an adult is that she's grown up and taking that responsibility of feelings yeah. and we communicate so much better. Yeah. Well, I think it helps that we're so similar. And like the way that, I mean, yeah, I think the way that we process some things were very similar. Our taste is very similar. And I tell people that all the time, um, especially when it like came to my wedding and how the reception went was I just, I put my full trust in you because you know what I like, because I like what you like, Yeah. <laughs> vice versa. So it's just, it's super easy to just that is nice. relax. So what do you love about your relationship with your mom? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> I love everything. Um, I think um, one thing that stands out recently is what Jackie already said. Um, and that's that I feel so comfortable talking to her about things that I... I don't know, I guess would be sort of uncomfortable with other people or like if she upsets me, I can just tell her about it and not in like a call outy sort of like I'm mad at you way, Um, but just have like a discussion and that she's so understanding and sweet about it, (laughs) you know? Um, And then like I said before, where um, I can just like trust her with anything and yeah, we're just, we're so similar. And I love that. That is awesome. How do you think more that, um, that we established that trust? Where do you feel like that came from? Because, you know, thinking of your teenage years and what kind of things that you went through and then you morphed into married life and whatnot, how was that trust established between you and I? I think it was just part of growing up. And I was actually talking to my mother-in-law about this last night. And it's just about, like, I think you letting me do my own thing. And, like, you putting your trust in me and giving me opportunities to make mistakes and do that on my own. And not being that helicopter parent. I've never felt like you were. Um, but especially as an adult, you're not inserting yourself in my life and telling me what to do all the time. Um, if I, if I want your advice or your opinion, then I ask for it and I mean, you'll give it to me and, but then you'll let me do what I, what I want with that. And like 99% of the time I, listen to you guys, you and dad. Well, okay, maybe 90%. Fine. We'll drop it down. We'll drop it down 9%. We'll drop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, I think it's just like a switch for some people. Once they, sure. once they move out and they leave, it's kind of that switch. And it's like, oh man, mom and dad were right. 
<laughs> I should have listened to them this whole time. You guys are right. Um, and yeah, so I think it's, awesome. it's just, yeah, I think it's that. That's such a cool process of coming to understand that your parents were right and that you can trust them more. And I think that's the biggest battle for parents of teenagers is to parent them and guide them and help them make good choices and sometimes be hard on them, but still fostering that relationship that they feel like they can come to you for everything. And I am not looking forward to parenting (laughs) teenagers. Um, I'm really hoping that my boys end up just like their dad in their teenage years. Um, but it's, it's so hard to, cause I, I watched this right from the outside in as this, you know, college student, I watched you and, and your mom trying to doing this game of, you know, I don't love what she's doing right now, but I can't force her because then she'll just uh-huh. rebel. Like there's this yeah. dance and it really is. It's a very intricate dance that you're trying to to perform here to ensure that you have a great relationship and you guys did it flawlessly. Maybe not flawlessly. No <laughs> Maybe flawless. not flawlessly. I was going to say, didn't feel but you did it. <laughs> yeah. You did it really, really well. And, and I think that's, that's incredible because a lot of parents don't do that. Yeah. Well, I think that they worry, they want the perfection right away. And I think one thing that just kind of like helped me keep my mind on the goal of just loving Morgan and, you know, I'm just loving my kids. You know, I just, I, I absolutely adore and just love them. And I always knew that they were on their own path. I couldn't control that and they had to make decisions. And I think that's something that just like built a trust is I trusted them with the foundation that I gave them as little kids and how I taught them and principles and whatever that they knew they knew because they were taught and um and i knew that <laughs> i knew morgan's path would straighten and i just i just loved her and i think that that's in any relationship that's kind of like the bottom line is just show people love everybody just wants to be loved so Colt, you talked about the trust that we have with each other. How do you think that um, that was established? What When you talk about trust, I know that obviously we have a very long relationship and in other relationships that, you know, trust is, comes at a different thing. And for a mom and a child, that kind of just comes over time. But what can you think in your mind of something that, especially as an adult, as an adult, how is it? that we establish that trust now in your life and how does that make you kind of move through things? Yeah. Great question. Um, it's, I think it's, well, how it's maintained now has just been a product of, of growing up. And I think a lot of the times, um, at least like with my relationship with dad growing up was not super great. And so you were the parent that I relied on uh, and the parent that I confided in, especially, I mean, whenever things were not going great and I was sad or frustrated or, you know, a lot of negative feelings, you were there to nurture me. (laughs) and take care of me um so 
so yeah, I think just over years and years of that, as well as I think there's definitely with, I guess, for those who maybe have teenagers right now, um, my experience was like, I, I still trusted you guys um, just as parents, even though I did do a lot of things outside of the home that I didn't want you guys to know about. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but You're, you um, were a teenager, but I, but I still feel felt like with you guys, like it was a safe place to be able to talk about stuff if, if I needed to, or like uh-huh. if I felt comfortable, obviously it, it is important. Like as a parent, not like I would know, but to kind of push your kids or like make them a little uncomfortable so then they can grow um, instead of just letting them do whatever they want. Um, right. And so there were definitely, there were definitely times of that where I was kind of forced to, to do something that was out of my comfort zone, which was very helpful. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a good balance that I like, I wasn't always like forced and pressured to talk about every single little thing or like divulge, you know, every single detail about whatever. Right. So, right. Um, so I think that was a good balance for sure that, that helped me be more willing to, to trust you guys and to rely on you guys as a support, emotional support, as well as like spiritual support as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you talk about um, the trust that they had in you and you weren't forced to talk about things that you didn't want to. It wasn't, you know, you weren't given the third degree every time you walked in the house. Like your parents trusted you to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. Could you hear that banging? Yeah, that was awesome. Construction. I'm so sorry. Don't worry about um, it. And I also love that you you mentioned you know, that you think that this is important. And then you said, but not, not that I'm a parent or anything. And I think it's, it's good that you recognize that you're not a parent and there's things that you're going to have to learn when you become a parent, but it's these experiences that you're reflecting on now and the trust that you have with your parents now to be able to talk about the way you were raised that help you become a better parent. We take the experiences that we've had, um, both positive and negative or, or whatever. And that's, how and you know maybe maybe reading some articles or talking to a pediatrician you know that's how we make good decisions on how we're going to raise our kids so I think it's awesome that you recognize that you know you were pushed to do hard things and you were pushed to grow and you know you were you were pushed to do things that helped you even though they may have been hard I think it was very helpful for Dave to have kind of that stronger push the kids to do the hard things because I then, you know, was a little bit more of that one that came in and comforted them. Um, you know, we all go through things in life and we all grow and, you know, Colton was our first. And so we had a lot of things that we learned with Colton and, um, you know, Dave was growing, I was growing, Dave was in school. He was, you know, trying to provide for our family and, um, And I think as we look back on our lives, there's a lot of things that we probably would have done differently in raising our kids, but I feel like they turned out 
pretty dang good and I'm totally biased, but, um, you know, we love our kids so much and we want to see them succeed. And so I think that desire is what is the result of us having these great relationships with our kids, you know, and just being close with them and having that with them. Okay. So Cole, what have you learned from your relationship that you want to have with your kids? Kind of jumping off that concept of the things that you, you learn is going to help you be a parent. So what are some thoughts you have there? Oh boy. Um, this is a great question. I kind of got (laughs) a similar question from a lady, a a girl that I am talking with. Uh, And I think it is obviously like there's things that I would want to implement or apply into into that sort of relationship um but i think it it also really depends on who my partner is and their background and the way that they were raised and i think it's a it's a team effort for sure with parenting and um whether i mean whether disciplining or teaching children i think that's definitely something that i would want to work with my partner on. Um, but like as an individual, um, I think I would want to be the fun dad, like picture (laughs) Phil Dumphy from modern family, but less like clueless and like weird. Um, because (laughs) I do have, I do have a little bit of my dad, like very sort of like philosophical and like meaningful and very like prophetic in the way that like we explain things because we think we're smart when we're talking sometimes we actually are (laughs) but like um, you are so smart but it's because like we're very intentional and we want to yeah anyways but so so yeah I I think with just with what I've learned from my relationship with my parents and especially my mom um, is investing the time early on and like throughout um, like our kids' lives, investing the time in them to, to help them see that they're valued and that they're important as well as like helping them see their potential so that they can be set on, on the right path for to enable themselves to grow into the individual that, that they can be. And so I, I feel like that was something that I learned from my parents that mm. I want to implement. Thanks, Colt. Colt, I need I to hear that. that. <laughs> I may be seven years older than you, but you're <laughs> teaching me some great things. <laughs> um, thank you. That was, yeah, that was, wise thoughts i'm excited to see you become a dad did anyone else feel weird about that sentence (laughs) oh gosh that's not an announcement no no worries really no no that's no announcement 
However, though, I mean, I it makes me get chills when I think of little Coltons running around. Oh my gosh. Because I mean, I think about him as a baby and as a little toddler, and it just if I could go back, that is where I would go back to is when my kids were toddlers because they were so dang cute. And so now I get to have that image in my mind of grandbabies. And I know they'll be half of somebody else, but just little Coltons. <laughs> share them. Little Coltons running around. Yes, please. Yes, please. I'm so excited. I can't but no wait, rush. wait to I mean, You this. take your time, buddy. You're good. Yeah, yeah take your time. Um, I can't wait to be just the favorite aunt. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Aunt totally. Kelsey, I mean, she's going to be a rockin' aunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> Especially because I'm not blood-related, so I can be extra fun. <laughs> so what are some things that you've learned from me as a parent that you want to utilize in the raising of your kids? Probably to have a lot of fun with them. Um, and make life just really fun. Um, we've talked about it before. Um, and I've asked her how to have such happy babies. Um, cause she talks about, <clears throat> um, us three, um, and how like just happy we were. And I ask her all the time, <laughs> like, I want, <laughs> I want to get that lucky and have good, uh, good, happy babies. And she just, you know, she says, just have fun with them and laugh a lot and make it a very happy home. Um, so I think I, yeah, I definitely want to do that. I don't think that we'll have any issue with that, especially with Nick and how <laughs> hilarious he is. But both um, of you are, I don't think you guys are going to have a problem with that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not having happy that. babies. No, I don't think so. They're going to be so cute. <laughs> um, I've seen yeah. your face and we would have some cute. <laughs> oh, I love that. I do feel like you look at your spouse and you're like, oh, if I could just make you a tiny person. Oh my gosh. I have Nick's baby picture as oh, a wallpaper. So adorable. Oh my gosh. And I like we gotta I send use, that. We gotta use, post that okay. over the podcast. Send it over. It I use such like a the FaceTune app and I merge the babies. Like my baby picture and his baby picture and I merge them. That's Guys, cute. We're Stop, gonna have send some it all. really freaking cute babies. I okay. never I wasn't super interested in having kids like babies weren't my vibe yeah uh-huh. like babysit growing like that just ugh, ugh, they scare me they still kind of scare me but I remember getting married and I looked at Mike and I was like dang it if I could just take a little bit of you and a little bit of me and make a person that's how you end up with a lot of kids mm-hmm. yeah, so lovely good. so cute okay Mark so um I think we know the answer to this question but I want to hear you and your reasoning why. But are you friends with my friends? Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, real tears. Real tears. <laughs> of course. Yes, they are my bestest friends ever. Yes, yes. Short answer, yes. Long answer, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why? Um, why? How is that work um, for you? How does it work? Well, 
Well, how it began. I think we should go back to how it began. Um, when you lived in Provo and growing up, um, Target runs, Costco runs. You just kind of took us or took me mm-hmm. everywhere with your girls. Not everywhere, everywhere, but everywhere with your girls. Um, and yeah, I they're all just like moms to me. And my relationship with you is like best friends. So why wouldn't it mm-hmm. translate or like transfer over? Um, yeah, I think it's just spending time with them the way that you spent time with them. And it wasn't really linked with kids. Like I'm not friends with Kelsey's kids. <laughs> like I love your kids, Kels, but we're not friends. I'm They're not, not my age. Really friends with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the only, the kidding. only one was. Well, I didn't have kids when you were. When right. Was you. <laughs> right. Um, the only friends I was with was Hannah. Um, and I, yeah, we just, we did everything with you guys, um, with the Provo gals, but. Yeah. Do you remember, um, going on campus with Kels mm-hmm. one day? Do you remember for, that day? Yeah. What was it? Was it a career day or what was it that you went? Yeah. It was like a job shadow. Was a it? Job shadow, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, I totally yeah. forgot about that. I thought for some reason you were out of school and your parents weren't around or something. And so you just tagged along with me, but like, yeah, you came to classes with me that day and just mm-hmm. like my job and we'll post some pictures. Cause I totally yeah, have, have pictures from that, pictures from that day. Really? Oh my yes. gosh. We went and watched so football cute. practice. Do you remember that? No, I don't. There's yeah, a picture of you on the sideline. Yeah. I remember, um, going into your little office, but it mm-hmm. felt more like a broom closet. Like it was. it was tiny. Yeah. And that I, going that in I like and... shared with my boss. And if we did <laughs> stuff, we hit each other. Behind Jamba Juice. Yeah. 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 And I think we got, did we get Chick-fil-A or you were working on something for Chick-fil-A? Oh, I, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. I designed a lot of stuff for Chick-fil-A. I pro- I'm sure I fed you. I'm sure I fed you. I think you did. <laughs> I went down it. I'm sure you did. Right? Did you feed my child that day? We ate, we ate nuggets and Jamba Juice. Oh, I'm I'm sure of it. Oh, Jamba Juice. You guys, I what I wouldn't do for a peanut butter mood right now. You know what? Every time I see that on the menu, I don't do Jamba Juice very often. So the very few times I do and I see that, I absolutely think of you because that is what you would always get. That and the strawberry bowl thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved that and I guarantee that's how I gained all my weight in college any any pound I gained was from Jamba Juice it was not a healthy choice for me I mean the peanut butter mood it's a peanut butter milkshake let's be real let's be real and they advertise it as a really good recovery shake (laughs) recovering from the nap you're gonna take after exactly gosh Okay, so we're going to switch gears a little bit, and um, you'll know why I'm asking this question, and it's it's a loaded <laughs> question. I'll give you that. It's very it's loaded, <laughs> so get ready. Buckle up. Are you friends with your mom's friends? Yeah. I'd, I'd say... <laughs> Kelsey. As Kelsey's like, dude, if we only had video. I would say so. I think there's a lot of... Um, there's definitely a few sort of motherly figures. Um, 
I don't feel that way with you, Kelsey. Personally. Uh, you're, I think, like when it all comes out in the pot, especially <laughs> well, especially like when we first met you guys. Um, you guys were the fun, you know, BYU newlyweds. Um, yeah, and a lot of the conversations that we had, like when I was in high school, were like, hey, Colton, stop being a punk. I was just in high school, so I know what you're going through, but like, take it easy <laughs> on your mom. Yeah. You were, it was more of like yeah. in defense of Jackie because I was being a punk, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was coming from more of like a, hey, I was like just in your shoes a little bit ago. Um, like as that. like, yeah. as a, I love as a that. friend. And so that, if, if we're, you know, specifically talking about our wonderful host, Kelsey, then, then that's, that's what I would say my friendship is with you. Um, well, and I know, I know the, the mother figures that you're talking about because I, I lived around there too. And I, I, I've got some names in my yeah. head and, and they're wonderful at that. And they're so supportive of all of those things. And they live there right now where you're at and they can be that. I would venture to guess that if I still lived there, now that I have kids and I'm kind of in that stage, that may have morphed a little sure. bit for us. But I am totally cool being the like fun aunt-ish whatever that like takes you toilet papering. When you're a teenager. I just took some I just took some teenagers here. I'm friends with their mom and they were babysitting for me and I was like, Hey, do you guys want to go toilet papering sometime? Shut and up. We, we went toilet papering. And like I'm I put my kids to bed and I left my husband at home and I took these kids and it was a nice. blast. It was awesome. So I'm totally cool being that. I love that. Yeah. More you own it and you own it very well. So Colt. Would you, um, I think we kind of talked about this in when you were just describing our relationship, but, um, since, so I kind of want you to look at it from when you were a teenager to now and see the change because we don't live in the same state. You're in Utah and I'm in California. So that is a little bit different. So the time that you spend with me, what is the quality, what, how would you describe quality time with your mom? And has it, how has that changed since moving out of the house and not being in the same state as me? Sad. So sad. It is sad. It breaks my heart. Um, <laughs> well, quality time while we're away, I think would just be just nice phone calls. Um, it's usually when... I feel like we need to we need to talk to each other more just like just randomly when something's not going on personally. I think whenever we mm-hmm. do talk, it is because like something's going on either like I've got some questions or um there's, you know, just some some tea that's been spilled and so we're having a little we love we love a good tea party, um, but but yeah. So I think it's just these little kind of random like, hey, let's catch up. Like, how you doing? What's going on? Um, but 
good quality time when I fly out to California to be with you and and the family. I think um, I think it's it's kind of similar because you guys are still doing your regular routines and things like that, and I just love tagging along while you're running errands, yeah. which I feel like is pretty close to the same um, as like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, just tagging along with mom. But but now a lot of those little target runs or things like that are like we, we talk a lot about different things. Um, and sure. so it's that's that's what I think is how it is now as an adult. Um, as a kid at home, there were kind of like similar things like errands were, were the time to, to spend together. Um, I mean, there were, there were little things like at home, like folding laundry and watching Grey's Anatomy together or Gilmore Girls or whatever (laughs) show you were binging at the time. Um, which by the way, it fluctuated. There were about five or six different shows in rotation. No judgment. I enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> but Thanks. and I um, enjoyed doing it with you. Yeah. Good. But uh but yeah, so I mean I think the biggest difference is being dependent during that time and being independent now. Um Yeah. And, and I think that's, it's just how it goes with growing up. I wish I could spend some more time with you. Um, yeah, but unfortunately people, people grow up and that's right. And that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that you grow up and I think it brings the quality of our relationship and we really do focus in on those times that we are together and that we do talk and they're more meaningful. That's the thing that I I love is just sitting on the phone and talking and it doesn't always have to be that, you know, deep conversation. Um, and I know lately just because of events and changes in your life right now, that's what it's been focused on. And, um, and there are those times where it will be that that's what we talk about and we are concerned and we love and, you know, we advise, but just going around the grocery store and just chatting about what's going on. You know, those are the, those are the fun conversations and catching up on the daily things. Um, I love that. I think that's something that we've talked about on the podcast a lot with all of our friendships is that it's never going to be the trips to Disneyland that create these incredible memories and these, great experiences with our kids it's going to be I mean yes they're they're incredible memories but that's not what's going to forge the deep relationships it's Mm -hmm. the daily it's the trust it's the dependency that you know that there's someone that's there for you when you need to know how to cook a potato (laughs) and talk about the tough things yeah um Morgan what do you consider as spending quality time with me and how has that kind of changed since you've moved out of the house? And I mean, we do live not in the same state anymore. So. Um, I think it's 
it's been pretty consistent, I think. Um, and like I said, it's it was Target runs and Costco runs and just going and doing your errands with you. Um, I think with your job, like you're just a little bit busier. Um, so it's just, and I mean, I'm busy Rude, sometimes. right? Yeah, Rude. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Why is she not just available for us? <laughs> <laughs> no for real um yeah I think that's what's changed and being more understanding like when you um when you guys came out and visited um you had some work to do and that was fine and we just kind of sat on the couch and I did my thing and you did your thing um but we were still together so mm-hmm. but yeah I think my favorite my favorite thing that we do is go to Target together it's so funny that that's what my kids think of like both morgan and yeah, Colton they both talked about costco and target mm-hmm. you know it's not like the the big trips that we've taken i mean i did take them on a 15 day hawaiian cruise did either one of them talk about that not at all <laughs> literally not at all but but I think that's the point like so many people see other families doing that and think gosh like am I not giving my kids a good enough childhood right here we are Mm -hmm. they don't they don't think about that when they think about the relationship that they have with their parents that's not what they're thinking about Mm -hmm. they're thinking about the times that that seemingly didn't matter but they had an impact because that's when you're having those great conversations about their day-to-day life and all of that Mm-hmm. which so I want to say don't sweat the big stuff like no Jesus. don't no. Uh-uh. which I mean that's as I think back about it and I hear the target runs and the Costco runs I mean they would be with me and we'd be walking down the aisles with at target either our drink and popcorn or we would sit down and have a piece of pizza and you're right we would that's where we would talk you know I mean that's where those things would happen and that closeness mm-hmm. would start to happen Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with the big stuff, like what Kelsey was saying, I suggest and suggesting this to everyone, take your grown kids to amusement parks because taking us to Disney, <laughs> Kelsey, I'm not calling you out. I promise I'm not calling you out. <laughs> I think you're asking your mom to take you on a vacation right now. Oh, true. Oh, no. Yeah. I did. Um, I did take him to Disney. So universal. Um, no, but I'm, I'm so glad that you didn't do a lot of that, like, big stuff when we were younger, because I, I mean, I remember the cruise a little bit, but not a lot. I remember, I mean, yeah, not a lot. I remember more of, like, our most recent Lagoon trips and, like, Disney and that was so much fun. And I'm sure so much more fun for you and dad. Yeah. You know, not trying to rope around little kids. and. Well, and I mean, there's families that they just, they thrive on it. And that is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do. It, it is. It's awesome. We love our adult kids. And we found that we've just had so much fun as them as adults. And even Che. I mean, he's nearly 16 now. But we've had so much fun doing those things later in life. They're just, we seem to be just making awesome memories and 
they're participating so much more. And so for us, that's just what's worked. And we, we love it. We love traveling with them and doing those things now as they're adults. Yeah. Universal. (laughs) And they're going (laughs) to, I love, I love this plug. It's like, it's like me. She's plugging plugging because Dave and I have been to Universal several times now and we've taken Chase a couple times. And so she's like, Hey, it's just, it's just me. When, when you choose to get married, it's all over, man. Yeah. That's that's the yeah. choice you made for you know <laughs> eternal happiness with your spouse. So no more universal trips on your mom's dime. It's a it's a tough reality when you have to come face to face with the fact that mom and dad yeah. aren't fitting the bill. Ugh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst. Okay. So just wrapping up. Um, I just have one more question for you, Colt. How do you feel about asking for and taking the advice that I give you? Love asking for advice. Um, it, how about taking that advice? <laughs> take it. I think taking the advice is, is good too. Um, there's, there's definitely some times where it takes me a second to sort of implement the advice. Um, but I feel like I'm always very receptive to what my parents have to say, just because of how our relationship has developed to what it is now. I, uh, I don't have, and I'm not, (laughs) I'm going to make this sound as good as I can. Uh, but I don't have a ton of friends right now. Um, and so my support system is, is mainly, mainly my family. And so having them is, is really important because I rely on them for a lot of that, like emotional support and guidance into things that I can do to better my situation or find more joy in life. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I definitely, I, I usually call first instead of like bring stuff up after like my mom calls. Um, so I, I usually reach out for help um, and guidance and advice and things like that. So it's, it's from a place of, of wanting to, wanting to seek that knowledge and wisdom and, and then be able to turn around and, and apply that. Yeah, that's good. And again, that speaks to, um, our relationship and the trust that we have between each other is that you can, you know, I'm not calling you digging out information or, you know, trying to get the tea is <laughs> I love that <laughs> which by the way that was great. I just I just learned that just not too long ago Morgan kept talking about this tea and I was like what the heck are you <laughs> talking about so she had to explain it to me so You're now so I can now I love I, that I love it um Colt I think that's incredible that you are okay to to like recognize and and say that right now your friend and your social circle is kind of in transition 
and you have a relationship with your parents that you that they can be your friends and they can fill the gaps right this whole podcast is about gaps in our life and sometimes there's gaps in our friend circles or even in our family relationships and being able to foster great relationships and maintain those over time helps those gaps. Sometimes it's a gap in our mental health, in our physical health, in our spiritual health. And the relationships that we have, you know, both our spiritual relationships with our heavenly, we can talk about that for days too, but family relationships, friend relationships, they fill those gaps. And I think that's incredible that you recognize that. And I think it shows a lot of maturity on your part because I am seven years older than you. (laughs) (laughs) It really only seven years. It ever is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's seven. That's less than me and Chase. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I mean, I could be your sister. Yeah. She's a big sister. And she I would have taken you toilet be. papering. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Morgan, I have one question for you. I didn't ask yeah. this of Colton, but I'm going to ask because um, okay. Jackie asked my mom. So, do you have any embarrassing oh. stories about your mom that you want to share? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I did. Know. I don't even remember asking that. Oh, Morgan. yes. You do not have to answer that question. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Morgan. Um, yes, you do. Embarrassing stories about my mom. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think I, I was like, I couldn't think, but um, there was a time at girls camp where um she was walking down a hill and her foot slipped a little bit and she fell down and everyone everyone heard it but it was what she said she said oh shamoa (laughs) and so now it's like it's like a thing so i could really see you doing that instead of swearing she just slides down this hill and it's like it's like the front foot slide where you kind of do the splits, but she just tumbles down this hill and she just the whole way down with her, oh, Shamoa. Shamoa. <laughs> because she yeah. wanted to say another word so she bad. Wanted. Right. Um, other than that, I don't know. There's nothing really embarrassing about you, Mom. I, everything you fall a lot. things that come out of my mouth. Well, yeah. Yeah, I do fall. And I like, do. yourself <laughs> a lot. I do, but it's just instead of... Just things come out of my mouth, like those really strange oh, things. Like, like, oh, Shamoa. And a fly. You ran out of <laughs> <laughs> Just as things like that. So, uh, we were going to a birthday dinner for me, and uh, a bug flew up her nose. And she goes, a bug ran up my nose. And my dad's like, it ran? And she goes, well, it flew. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so yeah, it's more. It is. It is more of the things that you say. You just say some like out of pocket things sometimes. <laughs> like I don't know where that came from, but because I'm not yeah. a super spontaneous word person, and I have to process. So those things are what come. They just get blurted out. out. 
<laughs> Straight out of the brain. That's awesome. Oh, gosh. Okay. Any other thoughts you want to leave us with about your mom and all that? Mm. I love you. I love you, too. Yeah. I love you both. I'm glad you guys had me on. Oh, we're so glad. Thank you so much for coming on here and chatting with us and talking about your awesome mom. It's always fun to hear about your relationship. It's my pleasure. You could work at Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Right? (laughs) Could you please ask them why they're taking away their side salad? I heard they brought (laughs) it. I heard they changed their mind. (gasps) Because they they probably got so much flack for it. They changed their mind on something. I don't know if it was the side salad, but they they were like, okay, we get it. People are pissed. That is so funny. That would be a sweet day. I'm going to check in on that. I'll I'll let you all know when I find out. Because I did get some text messages of concern. And I really do appreciate those that were concerned for me. Says March 31st, 2023. Good news. The side salad is here to stay. Hallelujah. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I am too. Let's all take a moment (laughs) to just appreciate the Chick-fil-A listen to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It was because of the podcast. It was because of the podcast. It was because of me. I will take credit. First of all, thanks everybody for listening. It's been so fun to see all of the people that are on and where they're listening from. And that's just incredible that people are actually listening to us. So thank you so much. Um, But second, we have a huge favor. It's not, it's not a huge favor. I'd say it's a minor favor. It's a minor Please take the two seconds that it takes to go give the podcast a rating and a review. If you're on Apple, you can do a review as well. It takes like, it takes two seconds. Give us five stars. Give us a little, you know, hey, I like listening. You don't even have to say love. You can just say like. <laughs> but um, we have some really big goals for the podcast and what we're trying to do. And so we really need it to grow. So please do that for us. It would really mean the world to us. Um, and your friend along to listen, right? Yes. Shoot it over to a friend. Um, and then, of course, our Instagram and our uh, website has links to ask questions and do topic requests. We've had some really fun ones come in lately. So please keep adding to that. Um, and we will see you next week. Thank you all for being here. We love what we're doing. And we'll see you next week on The Friend Gap. <laughs>